Hello and welcome to the to our new episode of the of Leisure Time with Duncan and Jonathan. I'm Duncan. And I'm Jonathan. And you want and like with our COVID nineteen special, um Jonathan and we are Jonathan is piping in via Skype. Um there's a potential we might have a a guest appearance from my other sister, um not Kai who did who was our for lack of a better wording guest um analyst on the hunger games um no she will be back at some point we don't know when um and to, and for this episode we're going to be doing something that we touched on at one point um in our, in our last regular episode we're not at, back in the hunger at the end of the hunger games we're talking about we're doing we said we we're going to bring up um the difference in gaming trends and we decided to split that into uh we we'll call it a mini series. <laughs> um, right, a mini series anthology. You have you want to say? Yeah. Um, we're we're going to we're going to start with discussing. Um, we're going to do several episodes on this um, genre. I guess would be the right wording. Um, because there's so many. Because we can. Because we have a tendency to go down rabbit holes anyway, <laughs> and especially. Right, yeah, me. <laughs> Yeah. Especially when it comes to pop culture, we're just, you know, we're, we're not experts, but we are passionate about what we love, so. And sometimes that does qualify us to be experts, depending on the subject matter. Um, that's it, but we're getting ahead of ourselves here. So what we're going to do is we're going to do it, we're going to talk about sports simulation and arcade-style games. Um, and, and because of the fact that at present... Baseball is really what everyone's talking about or um or concerned about because other sports, um, for the most part the NFL doesn't really count because they're in their because their regular season is not scheduled to start until September at the earliest and right, even yeah, that's up in the air. Yeah, so they're in the off season already, but anyway. Um, you know, it's still we're gonna be talking about baseball simulation and arcade style baseball games because, <laughs> because, because we um yeah and also you know, there's a big announcement this year um or was it or was it in December I forget but it was relatively recently there was a big announcement that Sony is going to is no longer going to have it will be the show it's no longer going to be a first party franchise they're spinning it off somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Not really sure how that's going to work, but there you have it. Um, I think you know. I'm curious to see how it's going to you know be executed because I do want to play it. You know, up to this point, I haven't really had a chance to have that much experience with it. Yeah, because the last the last Sony yeah, yeah, the last Sony console you had was the PS2, and that was and you got rid of that a while ago, right? <laughs> yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, and so you probably did play it at some point, but it's been long enough now that <laughs> it's a distant memory, if not fuzzy outright. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and the thing is, um, yeah, and the thing is, my first baseball simulator, um, if you want to call it that, um, some people are. How do how do I put this? Some people are more skeptical about this particular the two K series. Um, when two K still split the um franchise right, or the when the um video gaming rights were still split between two K and Sony respectively. Um, 
before Atari came back with RBI Baseball a couple years back now. Um, but yeah, I, I remember that. I remember when Sony and 2K had a you know, close working relationship at one point. Yeah, well, actually, no. Two K, you know, they were rivals. They were, um, yeah, yeah. Sony was still, I mean, Sony was still first party, but Two K was available on Xbox and um, I think GameCube when it started, but it never got on the Wii because of um, um, capability constraints. I think was the right. <laughs> given explanation. When it comes to- you know, GameCube, I don't think I had too much experience with it. I thought about getting one, but I just never... Or asking for, or asking for one, rather. proverbial <laughs> trigger for that. Like, I always thought about it. Yeah, I mean, in my personal experiences... Now, a lot of people who know me uh, already know this, um, but my first console was a PS... Was a PlayStation 3. Okay, well, the first home console. I got a PSP um, in March of 2011... Um, mostly because of the fact that it was, it was on sale, that was part of it, and it was mostly because of the fact that it gave me the opportunity to try out different things that I couldn't get on PC at the time, because Steam, well, well Steam was around, but it hadn't really gotten as much, um, exposure, or support, which actually what I was getting at, um, <laughs> and, as I mean, as I mean, as you can get a lot of stuff on Steam nowadays that, you couldn't even dream of getting um, on a PC because this was during the time where the consoles had really started getting more powerful than the average gaming PC. <laughs> and now it's since gone back to neck and neck, I think. Yeah, it kind of... It's always been a uh, quiet battle between, you know, PC and consoles anyway. Like, who, who has the best frame rate or who has... You know, the best speed who can support this particular gang situation. Yeah. But anyway, I got a couple of things for it. And I still have and I still have my PSP. I bet it's right here next to my um it's actually right here I'm looking at it now. Um but and it's it's covered in I haven't I don't use it that often mostly because um <laughs> it, it, well it's mostly the time constraints, well for the most part. Now, now my current situation I have more free time, but at the same time it's always, it's always funny. You always have the time or the money to do a lot of stuff. You never have both. You know, but anyway, we're getting a little sidetracked here. That, that's true. That's very true. Yeah. But anyway. Um, and, and, you, know, even, you know, even if you do have free, free time, rather, I think, you know, me and you and quite a few other people that might be our potential listeners, it's all about trying to use it with. You know, you're trying to figure out, like, okay, do I use it to game or do I use it to you know, apply for unemployment or apply for a different employment situation? Yeah, yeah. But still, I'm not, not going to do that, at least not at present, um, because of... But yeah, anyway, um... Let's see, what was it? Oh, yeah, oh yes. But yeah, but back to 2K. Now, okay. The first baseball game that I remember getting for, um... A video game, rather, that I remember getting, um was the PC version, or the PC um, edition of MLB 2K11. Um, oh, so that was your first one. My first baseball gaming experience, at least for the home console, Tommy Lasorda Baseball <laughs> on Sega Genesis. Yeah. Um, yeah that, that was my first one. That was really, you know, that, that had the whole arcade 
arcade style to it, like a lot of fast gameplay. Yep. If you were a neophyte, you could pick it up and play it real quickly because it wasn't. Yeah, it was arcade. Yeah. Arcade. Yeah, and even back then, um, the mainline it, it was officially licensed. I mean, it was not like it was. Um, I mean, it's not like. Um, what was it? Backyard baseball. Remember those? <laughs> oh yeah, those bring back memories. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, as, as I was gonna say, Wii Sports, but no, that one was that's a special category unto itself. <laughs> but yeah, um, backyard baseball or, or and uh, and the like. Yeah, that was always fun. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, have, I did have a couple experiences with those, but never um. In my own household, mostly because of well, no console uh, until 2012. <laughs> um, but yeah, so um, and like I said, it's one of those things where and, and once I got the PS3, um, I going from 2012 going forward, every baseball game I've got, every major league baseball game I've gotten so far has been an installment of the MLB The Show franchise. Um. I did rent um, RBI Baseball 19 um, from Gamefly last year because I just wanted to see what the difference was, and it turns out not a good game. At least not. I have yet to try out um, RBI Baseball 20, um, mostly because it's it's not that I don't want to get I don't want to get the digital one of that one because I is whereas with the show it's a known entity it, it's it's known that it's going to be reasonably. Um, accurate and 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 that's what you want to get in that sort of situation. So I so I did get that, but um, yeah, like I said, it just got to the point. And and I've gotten and the thing is, one of the big sticking points for a lot of people is that RBI Baseball at present does not have a career mode, which which on some level I kind of get it because it's that whole arcade style, but on yeah. another level. It doesn't really make any sense because, you know, sometimes you want to have that career mode experience. I mean, that's a big selling point for both 2K's other for both 2K sports in general, um, and for like like um, the NBA games and even back in um, the 2K MLB games, um, the my player mode, is what they call it for that one, and. And even the um, and, and this is really what makes it what makes me wonder about it. Even the wrestling games have a career mode. Let that sink in. <laughs> yeah, like even the wrestling game that they put out. Yeah. You know that they, they have the career mode because you know as a wrestling fan, unless you uh, train in real life, you often don't know how that experience looks. You know, it's a long road to even. <laughs> you know, get remotely seen by the WWE or the MLB or whatever your league of choice might be. It's a long road to get to that point. Yeah, and and, and sometimes you never even get to the quote unquote big leagues. Um, like I had a like I have a childhood friend whose brother has made it to the World Series, um but he tapered out but he petered out, um whatever you want to word it in the triple uh, A um, level, which is the highest minor league in the world, as I understand it, <laughs> um, he played for the um, Iron Pigs, which are the primary triple A affiliate of the Philadelphia Phillies. 
I should say that five times fast. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to, you know, too bad we can't get him on this particular episode because I would definitely appreciate his insight. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Blake Logan, if you if you listen in, listen, I mean, we're in the Memphis area again. Um, listen, look us up. Uh, at least I'm in here, and Jonathan here is in um, Charlotte. <laughs> Um, right. North Carolina <laughs> at present. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I definitely would love to get his insight eventually just to hear how his whole experience is. Yeah. Now, for, you know, style baseball games, it seemed like they had a peak too because, you know, for every true to life simulator, they seem to be, you know, two or three new uh, baseball arcade games at one point in time. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, they kind of tapered out after a while, so I guess because, you know, people wanted more true-to-life simulation style, so yeah. they kind of, they haven't completely gone away, but they've definitely experienced a decline in more I think it's because, and, and and I'm getting a little sidetracked, but it's a valid, but it, but it raises a good point. Now... Um, one thing that a lot of people are surprised about is that, um, EA has not tried to throw their proverbial hat in the, um, in the ring or, um, bullpen. It must be a more apt analogy here. Um, for consideration for, um, the MLB license, um, because, because a lot of people, now I personally have never played this particular game as far as I know, but a lot of people are saying that. MVP Baseball 2005 was the is the um, gold stand the gold or platinum standard for baseball simulators out there. Um, <laughs> do you have any experience with that one? Did I ever play it? No, I don't think I have any experience with that particular game. Yeah, that's like I said. It was on the PS2 and X and the original Xbox, and I think it was also on PC, but somehow I missed that <laughs> one. Yeah, I think I just missed it. Yeah. Um, those things I just never got around so I think it was, I, I, I remember my brother having a baseball game but I don't think it was that particular game. well I mean it's not it's easy enough to check at least on your end I, <laughs> yeah um, and, and that's one of those things where um, it, apparently it's like um, a lot of good things happened that year you know with um, 2K with uh, NFL 2K5 was said to be the one of the best NFL video games out there um uh, NASCAR Thunder 2006 was top of the line by all accounts um you know there's a lot of stuff for uh, for 2004 2005 especially when it comes to gaming sometimes you just had you know a banner year where you know your sports games are top notch or your first person shooters are well done Mm-hmm. You know, every every genre has their banner year or something where they feel proud to say, like, "Hey, look, we created that." Yeah, I mean, and now going back, now going back to um, MLB the show. Now, like I said, there are a few stumbling blocks, and every you know, and they have, and it does take some level of skill here. It's not like um, now, admittedly, they don't have the um, support for the. <laughs> um, PlayStation Move controller anymore. Um, 
Oh, they didn't last year. I don't know. I haven't tried it with this year's installment, but um, but last year I actually went out and checked um and actually asked them directly. And, so, and it turns out because of the fact that this uh, goes to the fact that the um, PlayStation moved it was such a um for lack of a better word flop. Um, <laughs> so they have yeah, ended active support. For some reason, gaming companies can't seem to get the motion controls right. Seem to be like an ongoing thing, whether it yeah. be the Power Glove, or Xbox Connect, or, you know, PlayStation Move Control. Like, none of them, all of them would be considered colossal blocks at least in game. At least on paper, yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, but still, I mean, yeah, the PlayStation camera, great concept, and it works, damn it. I mean, especially if you have a microphone and everything. Um, <laughs> so. And that was actually designed to coordinate with the Move controller, and it has the um, two camera lenses on there, so it can do um, binocular vision and track it better than the PlayStation I did. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it just it makes you wonder just what exactly. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, it's still, I mean, the, the Kinect has been discontinued outright to the point that new Xbox Ones don't even um, ship with it anymore because it came bundled in uh, with the original run. Um, yeah, and... Um, I, I put it like this. I feel like Kinect is like the Google Glass of a video huh. game. You can see where they were born with it. Yeah. And it's not that the concept was a bad idea in theory, but the no. execution... Yeah, it's one of those good ideas on paper, horribly executed. <laughs> and we're not saying we're not, nothing against Bill Gates here. We're not we're nothing against Al White. We're not talking about. <laughs> yeah, we're not talking about. Um, yeah, we're not bad mouthing Microsoft. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Oh, and we're we're not trying to bad mouth Google here. It's not what we do. No. Um, especially because we're on Google Podcast, so we don't want to get pulled. <laughs> um. Although for that, although we will talk about the Stadia and its um, <laughs> astounding <laughs> issues at some point, I'm sure. Um, and I'm quite sure we'll probably do an episode on failed gaming consoles at some point. There are a lot of choices for this. Yep. Yeah. Um, the Atari Jaguar comes to mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just thinking that. Yeah. <laughs> you read my mind, and, and the Phillips. What was that thing? The Phillips? Oh, the CDI, the one that that the PlayStation was originally that that took the slot the PlayStation was originally going to take. <laughs> the Apple, uh, that the, see the Apple console. I forget the name of. If they had just waited up, even more years. Yeah. Just a few more years. They might have had something, especially with the built-in internet browser. That was well ahead of his time. I, I give him that. Yeah, and the Dreamcast had internet access too, or at least an ability to switch, or at least an ability to, um, or an accessory that you could buy that, you know, they had a modem you can buy. I don't remember. That's one of those ones where I don't remember ever seeing that in person, but I've always heard about it, so... <laughs> Yeah. You see, my, my Dreamcast experience is limited to, you know, two-game mode specifically. Ready Rumble Boxing, which I wish was a third party because that was so much fun. Yeah. And then the other one is House of the Dead, too. 
through the whole arcade thing. And there were Sonic Adventure 1 and 2. That was always fun. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. All right, wait, so we're, we're getting off... Pardon the pun. We're getting off base here. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, let's see. But, yeah, I mean, like I said, I think that... Um, what was it? Oh, yeah. I think that what's happened with... Um, now, I don't know what's going to... Uh, I, like I said, Sony is doing such a good... Well, San Diego Studios, rather. Is doing such a good job with the simulation and also the um, the scanning of the players' um, facial features and even, and even take into account their um, facial hair and uh, hairstyle choices and the like, all that. <laughs> yeah, and to the point that... Stuff to just make it more realistic. Yeah, and especially when you, it's like I said, there's people who buy this stuff. They're watching. There are people. There's definitely the time of people who are going to be watching the games on TV anyway. So you want the, that's exactly what you're catering to. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think that's their main demographic when it comes. And, and I would say to an extent, that's what you know NBA 2K is. They're they the fans that you know are going to. You know, be diehard fans that they watch the games, they want to see all the facial hit. like for example, James Harden or <laughs> oh, yeah, with his um rather distinct legendary <laughs> at this point. You gotta have that. Yeah, the, the rather distinct um haircut that he sports. <laughs> um Yeah. Uh, almost to the point it's almost like vanilla ice level of <laughs> Especially for a white guy. <laughs> Baseball was at the top of the world, and and the NBA was struggling to keep pace. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I think that is that brings up a good question. Why do you think? Is it just a cyclical thing, or you think you know the NFL being kind of dominant in terms of how they do their sports coverage, kind of you know raise their stock a bit for the NBA? I think that what happened, honestly, now. I think that a big part of the problem was the steroid scandals back in the 90s and late 80s or through the mid-90s or so um, probably did a lot to tarnish the image that baseball had. Um, That's very true. Yeah. You had the Sammy yeah, Sosa's and the well, Mark McGuire's of the world. Well, he didn't help Maddie's eye, though. I mean, this is... Yeah. Both of them together kind of torpedo, you know, the trust baseball I would say because it's just like okay well let's just watch something else <laughs> yeah I mean now like I said the diehards never went away but like I said the no, casual fans never gonna go away yeah and now speaking of now speaking of which um now 
another aspect of it that um, is always interesting is how the um, there now we're still talking about baseball, and this also applies to the NBA and NHL because they do it similarly. The NFL doesn't do it quite the same way because they don't do it live. But one thing that I just don't understand in this day and age is why do they have the blackout policies in the way they do it? You know, it's <laughs> I, I don't get it either. I think at some point some of the commissioners rather they need to sit down and you know at least reassess it at least look at it and say like okay maybe it worked at one point but you know with everything being so global now especially with you know access to different channels that we didn't have beforehand the blackout policy doesn't really make that much sense yeah I mean I mean I get it on paper, I mean, it's even 10 years ago, and I'm speaking from personal experience here. Okay, now, to set the stage, so to speak, my household did not, and Jonathan, you know this, but for the benefit of the audience, my household did not have TV, or at least not um, regular TV, did not have access to TV, which I mean cable, satellite, IP TV, whatever. Um, from late July of 2001 through early August of, when was it, um, 2012? <laughs> Not yet. But, um, we were dealing with the intense TV at the time. And, you know, you didn't really have access to a lot of channels. Yeah, and for the 2009 season... I decided to get a years-long subscription to MLB.TV, right? Because, because now, I and now again for for your reference, um, I grew I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina, um, so not quite the heart of Braves country, but not exactly outside of it. <laughs> You're probably close enough to where it makes sense on a regional level why you had access to. Yeah. A lot of great games at the time. Yeah, and I and I and I and I probably don't remember if we mentioned this before or after we started recording, but I'll bring it up now um, to re to read the hand of this home. Um, we spent my my family spent a couple of years in Atlanta, the Atlanta area. Um, never Atlanta proper, mind you, or even Fulton County, uh, but or close enough to the area. Yeah. So, so if you wanted to get to Atlanta, you probably could. Just hop on the train, and there you are. Um, yeah, and so so one year, so and uh, I think it was in July. Um, we went we went down, we went to a baseball game down in, at Turner Field, uh, right behind home plate. Um, so prime seating. Um, a couple of rows behind home plate, not up in the. Um, bleed uh, nosebleed section or anything. Um, but so really good seats right behind home plate and yeah, I mean, and I, that just always stuck with me for some reason. I don't know why. I was ten years old at the time. I don't know why it stuck with me for the last twenty plus years now. Um, <laughs> um, but but there you have it. Um and. And yeah, I mean, it was, just, it was, and I don't know why that stuck with me. And um, and now I now at the time, 
now in fact now fast forward another ten years. Two thousand nine. I was I got it because I just wanted to do it. Now I did not know about the existence of the blackout policy outright at the time. But but looking back on it now, I get why they do it because I mean it's one of those things where um it's meant to I mean it, it's marketed as an out of market um service to so like if like if like for example if you're a Braves fan who lives in Dallas just and you want to watch the Braves when they're not playing the Rangers or the Tech or the um, Astros I don't know exactly how it works down there um <laughs> I don't know I don't know if um it's market based outriders right and yeah I don't know um I don't know if um <coughs> Dallas and Fort Dallas Fort Worth qualifies as a separate market. Um, for the regional networks, um, or not. Um, and I, I really want to know how they do California because we have a wide number of franchises down here. So it's like, okay, well, what does you know? What does Sacramento get? What does LA get? Yeah. San Diego. Other than the Angels, because I know the Angels are over there, but I'm saying. Well, you also have the Dodgers are in the same. Yeah, Anaheim is in the same media market as LA, so I think they would still get blacked out for the Dodgers too. Um, um, and the fact that the, and then there's also the fact that the Angels are officially listed. Official name is the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim or in Anaheim. I forget which. Which uh, that just is LA. Like if you translate it, it's just. The city of angels, yeah, that's literally what it means. Yeah, and that's literally what the literally the name of the city on paper is something like like the city of angels, and it's some other and there's some other lengthy description. It's, it's, it's actually quite it's actually quite amusing. Just look it up once. Uh, look it up, people. Um, but yeah, it's gotten to the point where I just don't get why certain. Um, I don't get why certain things. I mean. I think that, especially with the fact that you have so many, especially nowadays, where so many people are, and this is actually the right wording, um, I think, are cutting the cord, um, getting rid of traditional TV service in favor of streaming. I just don't get why it's still, um, why they still have that mindset where, I mean, okay, I get the national things like like over the like for the like for Fox and ESPN, I get that. Um, but because that one, you have a reason, you have a more reasonable chance to get it over the air on antenna, at least as far as Fox is concerned. And you have the um, and you have um, FS1 and and ESPN are in enough homes now that it's not outlandish to get. <laughs> Especially the especially the Braves and the, the Braves, Yankees, Dodgers, and I th- want to say the Red Sox tend to get more national broadcasts, at least lately. Um, yeah, on if you're a Red Sox fan, you're in a good position because you get a lot of coverage. Yeah. Now, if you're a Brewers fan, you might have to work a little harder. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And nothing against the Milwaukee Brewers, but um, no, it's Milwaukee. But I'm just saying, you know, in terms of national coverage, you might have to work a little bit hard. Yeah, um, unless they manage to make it to the World Series. <laughs> right, in which case you might get fortunate then. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, if we're talking about NFL, you know, Jacksonville, <laughs> for instance. Yeah, you know that, that that's a hard word. You might. On occasion, get thrown a bone to see a Jacksonville game, but it doesn't happen too often. Not unless your local team happens to be playing them. <laughs> yeah, that's. Or you happen to be yeah. in Jacksonville, but yeah, that, that or they're about. That's a nice segue to another place where blackouts might be an issue because you do have a lot of transplants out of different cities. You know, it's not. You can assume. That because somebody lives in Charlotte, they're a Panthers fan, for instance, or, yeah. you know, but that's not always the case. No, but yeah, I mean, but, and I have no personal, first-hand experience with Sunday Ticket, but, um, yeah, that's always fun. Yeah, I mean, it's gotten to the point where, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, when you, like I said, people move, um, and... And it's very hard to, especially, you guys, okay. Um, here's another good example. Kai, who was our guest a couple episodes ago, um, she spent, I want to say, well, wait, um, just shy of three years up in, um, up between, between Salem, Oregon, and Portland, Oregon, in the Portland, Oregon area. And, and, now she was not. She's not really a, into sports. Um, in fact, that's a big part of why we're not having her weigh in on this particular episode. Um, although because she's not much of a sports fan. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so, but yeah, like I said, but um, yeah. So, but she would have been able to, for example, if she wanted to, um, she would, or if she could afford it, because she was really, essentially living paycheck to paycheck for a while there, to the point that um, she. And there's also the fact that she, you know, she didn't have access to TV on a regular basis for the better part of said three-year stretch, um, because it was not because it was because she couldn't afford it. She said she has gone on record saying that that if she could have afforded, she would have jumped at the chance because she wanted to be able to relate better to the kids she was dealing with. Um, right, because that, that's uh, you know a lot of stuff was there and she, you know, if you're out of the loop. Yep. Like she was, or like anybody could be, especially given how quickly this industry moves now, where it's yep. very quite possible to be out of the loop with something. Yeah, I mean, um, with the streaming services being the way that they are, it's, for the most part, anyway, it's common for somebody to be out of the loop now. It wasn't as common, you know, saying in the 90s, but now, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and there's also the fact that um, Netflix and Disney Plus in particular, because Disney has really been putting the hype them. Because, because in, in Disney, it's really sad when you think about it, because Hulu launched in, when was it, 2007, I think? And so they had it, so you would think they would have a 12-year head start on um, Disney Plus, but yet Disney Plus currently has the higher profile of the two services. <laughs> Between yeah, and I mean, Netflix is. I think that's because you know Disney at this point 
one time. And if you haven't, I don't know where you've been living. Yeah, what rock are you under? Um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Because you have a lot of experience with Disney. I have a lot of experience with Disney. I probably had more experience on the 2000 side thing. Yeah. Because I, I lived through, you know, like Liz McGuire and all those other things. Speaking of Disney, Angels in the Outfield is like a hidden gem to me because. You don't really hear that many people talk about it anymore. Even when they're discussing Danny Glover's career. And also, um, Christopher Lloyd, for that matter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Christopher I mean, Lloyd was a riot in that movie. Yeah. So, yeah, just he call me Al. Purchase, bro. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and, and and they have the uh, and there's apparently there's a new one um, that came out a few years ago. Um, and what was the promotion for this one? Um, and it takes place a generation later. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, I mean, and it's and it has Patrick Warburton in the as the lead. And it it's, it was like, wait, where the hell is the promotion for that? <laughs> yeah, where's the where's the promo? Yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. I didn't see any promo. Did you? Not for that one, but then again, it sort of easily just slipped past our radars. Because there's also the fact that um, recently, at least on my end, I've been so busy with my what's the saying? Um, life is what happens when stuff gets in the way of other plans or something like that. In fact, I forget the details. Um, but yeah, yeah. I mean, and it's like I said, there's some things that you just don't. A, a someone in their thirties or Maybe the late twenties, and like in this case, are not going to be paying as much attention to as a teenager or a preteen will, for instance. <laughs> yeah, like if you were to ask me, you know, for example, what's going on with um, the industry, you know, the music industry. Cool, I know that part. Most of it. Don't ask me what's Kardashian though, because I don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Don't I care. Don't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but still, yeah, I mean, it's, 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 I have no frame of reference for it. I mean, it's just don't ask what happened on the bachelor either. I don't know, don't know, don't care, don't want to know. And this, and, and for Game of Thrones, so for, for the listeners out there, the only reality show we deal with are usually the talent hunters, yeah, the, the voice is the um. Yeah, I mean, and one thing that we, yeah, my family has tried, and we actually have let fall by the wayside to the point that I'm going to, I think if we don't get back to it within the next week or so, I'm just going to delete all the recordings and cancel all future recordings, is Lego Masters, which, I mean, it's one of those things oh, where it's a I've good idea. I've clips of it. I've never actually sat through a full episode. I've seen smaller clips, but... I mean, the main idea that uh, Intrigue does was the Lego, the fact that Lego is actually doing it in-house. It's not, uh, yeah, Fox is airing it, but Lego is, they have two um, Lego design um, specialists who write the, uh, yeah, Will Arnett is the host, but you have, uh, you have two, um, they're not executives, but they are higher, they are relatively high up in the chain of command at Lego World Headquarters in, um, Copenhagen, or just outside Copenhagen, I forget. Yeah, yeah. For those of you who are unaware, like I definitely want to, you know, take that fact into it again. Yeah, that's always fun. Um, 
and Lego World. Do you think World. a Lego Masters Sports Edition could work? I, honestly, I don't. Uh, they might have already had one. I haven't really been paying much attention to it. Um, I, I just let it pile up in the background, and I just realized that we're already nine weeks in, and I just realized, oh, crap, I forgot about that. <laughs> um, but, but that's fair. I mean, with this whole, you know, pandemic going on, I'm quite sure, you know, people have a lot of things on their queue that they forgot about. Like, oh, crap, like, I meant to watch this Netflix series. I meant to... Yeah, you know, watch this TV series. I mean, shoot, even on YouTube, we we all have a queue of videos that we always say we're gonna get to, but we just never quite watch. Yeah, speaking of stuff we haven't gotten around to, um, I do plan on in the next couple of days, um, to finally get around to watching Miss Americana on Netflix, <laughs> just to get it out of my system. <laughs> yeah, um. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, Jonathan and I are pretty much diehard Swifties. Um, yeah, and you can, if my memory serves me correct, you got into the fan base around the same time. Or within a year of each other, yeah. Um, so, yeah, all that fun stuff. And I've been to a concert, Jonathan is not. Um, so, I'm not, not holding that against him, and he does not hold that against me. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for those of you who are at the uh, um, at the Nashville stop and the Reputation Stadium tour, I was there. Uh, was <laughs> so with a good friend of mine. She's actually, if you go back and watch the uh, Reputation special, the, the one in Dallas, on that one as well. Like if you look in the crowd, she she was on camera. So, yeah, to the point where I was like, wait a minute, I know that face. To the point where I tweeted her, like, right after I saw it, I was like... We are in Dallas? What are you doing? We don't care. Several times, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, it's one of those things where I... Where... But anyway, we're, yeah, we're getting all sidetracked again. Um, so where, where were we? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think that, um, it's a good idea. I think that, like I said, blackout policies, good idea on paper, not really so much anymore... They're not, they're just not. I mean, I get why they're doing it. They're trying to make sure people go buy tickets, and at least that's the right. original idea. And, and I do understand. I think, especially with this whole you know pandemic going on, I think when things open back up, I think we'll see a surplus or a higher demand for sporting events. I think that's what's going to come out of this. Yeah. Um, and like I said, we're going to cover other sports. We just wanted to, as we was, well, it's also because of the fact that we know more about this particular sport, at least collectively, um, than any other one, really. Um, so, like, I, I plan to attend a night's game myself eventually when everything opens back up. Cause it, yeah. It's one of the things I wanted to do last summer, but I just never got around to it. Yeah, it's one of those things that's hard to, to do in some cases. Um, yeah, especially given you know how my schedule is at times when things are you know dealing with businesses where it's just like concert, 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 game, and game, I'm game. Get a free day, but by the time I get the free day, I'm so drained. You know, I'm dealing with eighteen thousand people. It's just like I feel like this right now. Yeah. Yeah, um, it can be draining at times, can it? 
Yeah, I mean, especially we had four con like that one week where you had like four shows back to back to back. Yeah. And it's just like, I don't feel like you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. It's, it's a great position, no doubt, but it is very draining. And I, I can imagine at some point, you know, where even if you're a sports fan, sometimes it's just like, yeah, I don't feel like one of the games. <laughs> I was watching at home, yeah, if possible. All right, um, let's see, trying to think. Yeah, I think what we'll do is next time we will, um, I don't know. Should we can, I think we should split up the sports thing with a couple other, we should not do just sports, 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 sports. It's not going to be a sports podcast. Um, should, should we do a wrestling-themed episode? Eventually, I don't know. It's, it's part of the problem is that, but the current, uh, Does that mean that that's been affected by the people? Yeah. At least to some degree. Yeah, I, mean, I think it's my knowledge of wrestling for the most part is and then, uh, out of date. Football, we can do later. We really don't have to do college football because that already wrapped up. What's that in the background? I, I'm hearing something. <laughs> So somebody's doing some work outside, some kind of yard work, I think. Somebody's trimming something. It's been going on for the last hour, so. Okay, guys, I was, I was wondering, is that the wind going on on your end? Because, it, because it's coming through the speaker, not through the window, at least on mine. Um, somebody's using a water hose. Uh, okay, guys, I was wondering, okay, is, is that sounded a bit, <laughs> almost like um, the sound effects they would use on old radio programs when they're trying to simulate thunder and thunderstorms and the like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Good old sound. Effects. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, where they would wave the, uh, um, almost like a musical saw, but not quite um, as flexible. Uh, the sheet metal, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. You know, that brings up another great Potential episode idea, like if we could find an old Water World radio program, yeah, talk about it, yeah, or read the book again because that's that brings my memories, but yeah, all right, so okay, so yeah, I think that's what we'll do here. Um, we will, yeah, I was not expecting this to be, I not think this would be a very long episode, but it looks like we're clocking at just under 50 minutes here, so I think we'll end the recording at least. Um, at this point, and we will probably record our next episode. Will probably be recorded on this coming Sunday, but we'll see what happens. All right, and so all right, yeah. So signing off for the all recording. Right, next one, people. All right, so enjoy.